0: I'm and get these stuff with my dad is okay Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with the tax What was that when I said that? A-D-D-D-D. I of of was a leafy I tried to just urge you not to throw up in your mouth Okay,
1: show
2: some R-E-S-P-I-C-T Jesus, oh man Chaos Ugliness no, boy. And hilarity not there. Armstrong and Getty. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to
0: talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and
3: here's their response. But it's a very dangerous game for our country. I
4: give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
2: To an historic day. Sam. An historic day. Of course, I'm talking about. For the first time ever, two women will call an NFL game tonight on Thursday Night NFL Football. Oh, boy. How dare People you. will be talking about this from decades, for decades to come. Live from Studio C. Oh, <laughs> C, senor. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, under the tutelage of our general manager.
4: The Senate Judiciary Committee, which used to be a dignified and august body has degenerated into the National Enquirer or something.
2: It still might be August today. There's a chance. There's a chance they're going to get their acts together and handle this well. Jack, August is over. We're now into the fall of our discontent.
4: <laughs> or something.
2: So, uh, starts in an hour. We will have it here live. No need to go anywhere else. Want to repeat that?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. With commentary.
2: Radio, radio's better than TV Anyway. Oh yeah, because you, you don't want to be distracted by their faces. You want to really take in the uh, the, the words, and the words are what matter, Joe. They are actually. So what's a? Uh, it's it's well documented actually. When people watch
4: TV, they come away with a more entertainmenty. Did you see the look on his face? People listen to the radio; they remember the facts.
2: They assess them in a more rational adult way. I almost only listen to TV. I rarely watch it. And uh, I think I remember stuff better. For one thing, I believe that. Uh, so You're yeah,
4: clouded with hairdos and
2: weird ties and shufflings of paper. It starts at seven o'clock and uh, only dealing with the one episode, right? Hmm. Uh, the Ford woman. None of the other noise of yesterday. No, no, indeed. Has anything to do with today's hearing? I mean, yes. Or they could By bring. No, a, I mean, yes, yes. I, I suppose the senator could bring it up, right? No.
4: Uh, yes. Can say
2: anything they want.
4: Yeah, well, true. Yeah. I cherish the right to free speech. <laughs> that would be an interesting maneuver, especially because uh, the further down the road we get, the more clear it is that the more recent accusations can be swatted away <clears throat> pretty effectively. The whole Avenatti thing seemed odd to me when it broke late in the show yesterday. The more I look at it and the more lawyers I've talked to... That signed statement was not an affidavit. That was a press release. That was a joke.
2: So, um, uh, And uh, Joe Scarborough this morning on MSNBC. And the, and the reason I bring him up and that show up is I think it's important in D.C. The, the players in D.C. pay a lot of attention to that show. Yeah. They're giving Kavanaugh more uh, benefit of the doubt than anybody in the liberal mainstream media by far. And Joe Scarborough said today, he said, one of the stupidest statements anybody ever came up with is where there's smoke, there's fire. That's the dumbest thing anybody has ever said. Wow. (laughs) Interesting. Which is true.
4: Well, maybe it works for the combustion of organic material and not in anything else. Yeah, it does. Uh, It is. Yeah, you're right. It's only
2: literally true. Right. It's not useful as a metaphor at all. No, it's not. Right. And I've wondered about that since I was a kid. I'm glad he, as a lawyer, said that's just not true. Well, especially if you live and work in a city where the production of smoke to make people believe there's a fire is a full-time task. They also had an old-time journalist on MSNBC. I don't know if you watched any MSNBC yesterday, but they took all the accusers at 100% face value and uh, and like no benefit of the doubt, Kavanaugh, all day long. They had an old reporter on Morning Joe today and he said, look, I've worked in newsrooms. You literally get every day tips about politicians raping some woman or doing this or doing that. 95% of them are bunk. The, the old journalist said, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad before we get going. We only got like 50 minutes before the uh, the big show starts. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. Good.
0: I'm doing great. Hey, yesterday I was walking and all. Uh, uh, whoa! Wait! Whoa! Whoa! Brandon, the breaking news donkey. Why's uh, the breaking it, news? Another accuser came out. Just, just hold on.
3: <laughs> anyway, so I'm going along and. Uh, wow. wow. Is that that, yeah another accuser
4: or is that (laughs) one of the dudes who says, no, it was me. It was me who are now coming out of the woodwork. I didn't hear that story. So some guy said a couple of them have said, I think I was the guy with Dr. Blasey Ford. And one of them, at least I heard Senator Lindsey Graham, who I think very highly of, say he's uh, he's he's what he say. He's a complete lunatic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Coming with some old timey description of mental illness. Yeah. That would be something, though, if you were a guy who did that and, you know, uh, kept it a secret your whole life. And then you're thinking, geez, do I say something? Or, uh,
0: or.
4: or, or, It was
2: me. I looked kind of like him. Depending on, you know,
4: how that teenage drunken encounter was described, he might have been thinking, I had no idea that affected her at all. I just thought that was stupid teenage drunkenness. Oh, my God, don't scream, don't scream. And then it was over. And so, yeah, it, it wouldn't be that big a deal. And he's saying, look, I don't want history to change. That was me. And I'm sorry I was a ham-handed idiot, but so who knows? But the one guy is a complete lunatic, <laughs> according to Senator <laughs> Lindsey Graham, Republican, South Carolina. Comple- I declare. I,
2: I de- declare. There's, there's Positive <laughs> Sean. <Heavens> to Betsy.
3: <laughs> Smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Hot off the digital presses. I have uh, put together my very first uh, edition of the Positive Sean blog, uh, the Positive Sean Portfolio Edition. Now, this is not paywalled content yet. <laughs> But it's unlikely that stuff like this, they can just keep giving away right. for free. sure. So, exactly. while you can, make sure you check out the Positive Sean blog. I have a, I have detailed analysis. There's pie charts. There's even one, uh, what's the the bar chart? There's one of those, too. A bar graph? Yeah, yeah, I put all sorts of words in there. Is really this good stuff. What is stuff. this, <laughs> like financial planning in yeah. the stock market? Yeah, this is, this is telling people out there what I, Positive Sean, have done with my Positive Sean portfolio, which goes only one direction, and that is up, 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 baby. so yes do you have your one-word
2: market recap for the day? Uh, yeah. Do, are we'll we doing that, that later? news? Media? How, yeah. how we'll would do. he have a recap at this point? Yeah, the markets <laughs> haven't even opened yet. <laughs> <are> I'm not <Right>. sure. <laughs> So your one-word recap? He is an would, amateur, isn't he? Oh my goodness! <laughs> your one-word recap so far would be closed. Yes, yes. <laughs> Unopen. <laughs> Unopen. Chris Marshall Phillips who does
0: our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I got to tell you, my news juices are flowing this morning. The Kavanaugh Ew. Ford hearing today. You don't say that. One of those rare shared national moments going to be filled with drama, angst, and anger. Anger being displayed already. We'll be getting into that.
2: So, huh? You know, like on a lot of big events, Super Bowl, Oscars, whatever you're talking about, the biggest tune-in is right at the beginning, and yeah. then it kind of drifts off through the day, and people come and go. I assume I this would will be similar? I think so, yeah. I wonder what percentage of people will dive out after the two 80-year-olds are uh, are droning on about whatever their opening statements are. Well, and that is the exciting opening act of the play, <sighs> yeah. unfortunately. And then... And they're probably going to be
4: respectful and dignified, which equals Boring! Dr. Blasey Ford and uh, D- Judge Kavanaugh make their opening statements. No time limit on those. Boy, those could be long.
2: And then we get into the questionings. Now, hearing from her, she's first? Yes. Hearing from her will be interesting because nobody's heard her voice yet. Right. Um, I expect his to be very long and, and and you know, well, if, if you're looking at it as a TV show as opposed to, a, in terms of put, keeping me on in the Supreme Court, I'm sure it'll be very, very good. Mm-hmm. In terms of the TV show, I expect it to be. I'm I'm worried about justice. I'll let you worry about entertainment value. I'm worried about entertainment. (laughs) Um, I think when you get to the senators questioning, which happens after that, is that the rundown? Yes, exactly. After Uh, the opening statement, that's when it because you got a number of Democrat senators who want to raise their profile. Who I think are going to be vicious. Yeah, and it's going to be ugly and probably early. So. I just
3: want at least one scenario where people are interrupting each other and nobody knows what is the proper procedure. Can, are we can can
2: making he, up the rules as we go along? Can he do that? Germans? Is this allowed? I
3: move we adjourn. You can't do that.
4: Yes, I can. Well, because that that if you missed that scene, that was a previous meeting of the Judiciary Committee, and it descended into just as if it was a bunch of angry high schoolers who are who were you know boozed up or something. Uh, which is an unfortunate parallel to some of the allegations, Uh, there was a complete lack of decorum, and nobody
2: knew what was going on. If that is repeated today, 85-year-old Chuck Grassley, at what point did you show him your (laughs) petticoats? Wow. Wow. Hmm? I'm afraid you're not taking this seriously. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Thursday, September 27th, the year 2018, we're setting you straight in 21.8. We're Armstrong and getting we approve of this program.
4: All right, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations and hundreds of years of Senate tradition at Mark. They're actually con artists,
1: and they know it's a big, fat con job. This is a big con job. A big, fat con. This other con artist, it's a con game.
2: Trump with an 80-minute news conference yesterday that was so entertaining in so many different ways as I took in more clips throughout the day he mentioned George Washington Elton John
1: He's awesome.
0: What are other
2: headlines, Marshall?
0: Now tempers are flaring in the halls of Congress already as more last-minute accusers and witnesses muddy the Kavanaugh waters. The president says he will indeed be watching, and we've got OJ's advice
2: for inmate Bill Cosby coming up. Oh, boy. Trump said that we would have a million dead from a war if Obama were still president. Which is a heck of a thing. Millions. Which is a heck of a thing for a president to say. Right? Wow. And he didn't talk about his big, big brain, which we should probably get to. And the father of our country. China still respects him because he's got a big, big brain. Right? Double big. Uh, What are we doing next? We are
4: going to delve into some of the particulars of yesterday's big breaking news accuser. The woman who is tied with uh, creepy porn promoter Michael Avenatti. Uh, among other things. And
1: also uh, talk
4: briefly to uh, Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz.
2: Yeah, Dershowitz has said some really interesting stuff yesterday. I hope you can stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The conscience of the
0: nation.
3: The Armstrong
2: and Getty Show. It's going to be lost to history. President Trump's hour and 20 minute long news conference yesterday, which the Washington Post says, the Washington Post says what was perhaps most remarkable is just how transparent and revealing the 45th president of the United States continues to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard that about presidents much in recent years. No, it's amazing how transparent and revealing he is. And he kept saying, "Who else has got one more? Let's keep it going." Hour twenty. He he doesn't give a damn. No, he just no, and he and he's not. He doesn't calculate his answers. Obviously, right? <laughs> For better or worse. Yeah. God, did you watch the the Washington stuff, the George Washington stuff? No. Because the visuals, the key. Washington. He had some, huh? Some things, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Does the little hand? Yeah. So so move. <laughs> he's talking about George Washington. Because they wouldn't confirm George Washington. Because oh, come on, Washington, he had some, huh? He had some things, right? Wow, <laughs> that is
4: that the, is something.
2: The forty-fifth guy to have that job. Talking about the first guy to have that job. Yeah, that's hilarious. But we got to get to this,
4: right? Right. Well, I and We, we got to get to the pathetic, condescending Jim Acosta of CNN, who is a publicity hoe. But perhaps that's the perfect transition to publicity hoe Michael Avenatti, who represents actual uh, professional fornicators. And the last, last, last minute uh, producing of an accuser of Judge Kavanaugh
2: yesterday. Oh, we t- not the last, last minute because somebody wanted to get in under the wire last oh, yeah. night with something that nobody's paying any attention to. Right.
4: The, the, the leftiest media are passing on. But so uh, Avenatti's gal is uh, saying that she was part of a party scene in uh, suburban Maryland during the early 80s. In which uh, people drank a lot and uh, put drugs in the punch, and there was systematic gang raping of women. And And (laughs) she, as a college sophomore, kept going to 10 rapey high school parties without saying anything to her friends or anything to the authorities or anything to anybody till she was finally raped at one of these uh, 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 rape fests.
2: Well, the. Part that stood out to us the most yesterday seemed to stand up to stand out to everybody every day all day long. You kept going to parties where gang rapes occurred with the right. same crowd. That's a little weird. Now I didn't finding out later the day that she was twenty something going to high schoolers' parties. Yeah, my wife and I were talking about that guy or that woman. Yeah, who, who did that and how you? <laughs> you felt I'm not it. sure. I never uh, knew that woman no i knew that guy Yeah, it's funny we were both talking about guys who were like and and when you're in high school the guy who comes back and hangs around the high school crowd like dude yeah that's just weak yeah what's she doing at the high school kids parties anyway
4: at any rate as we're reading this and if you were listening to the show yesterday uh you may recall uh we i guess i was reading the thing but i kept saying that's weird they're saying people can witness but they don't name them where there there are no specifics here, this is very very vague and very Avenatti esque. By the way, oh yeah yeah, this is a hint, but the real stuff we'll we'll give that to you down the road. Anyway, uh, Alan Dershowitz was on Tucker Carlson's show last night. Dershowitz made first a rather interesting point about how he wishes a defense attorney was questioning uh, Doctor Blasey Ford because. Uh, that's an art in and of itself, and a prosecutor is not the right person to be doing it. I thought that was an interesting point. But then he got to the accusation and the uh, and the signed statement itself.
1: That affidavit is so deeply flawed and so open-ended... That any good lawyer, any good defense attorney would be able to tear that apart in thirty seconds. It's an embarrassment to the law that anybody would file an affidavit like that filled with hearsay, filled with, well, I was raped, but he didn't rape me. He was there. He saw it. Where was he? There are witnesses. People told me. Uh it happened ten times. I went back. I knew there were rapes going on, but I went back to the party this is such a deeply flawed affidavit i well, expect let me, let me just stop you there. yeah
2: and well let me ask you about that is
4: this affidavit does it cross some line where there could be professional consequences there is a bar
1: association that gives out legal licenses could they act on that well no i don't think it reaches that line but it certainly is an extraordinarily weak affidavit i'd want to know who drafted it i'd want to know why they didn't fill in the gaps If there are people who saw this, name them. Uh, was she raped, does she say, by Kavanaugh, by Judge? Did she, did he see it? Was he in the room? Uh, why, why didn't, if there were gang rapes like that, how did it not get to the police? It's a shocking affidavit, and any lawyer who loves cross examination would love nothing more than to examine a witness holding that affidavit in his hand and saying, here, here, here. But he doesn't care about that. All he cares about is getting the headline. The headline has been gotten. Maybe she'll testify, maybe she won't. But if she testifies, she'll be, uh, cross-examined in a very effective manner by a good cross-examiner. I w-
2: And then Dershowitz hates Avenatti, by the way. Oh, yeah, clearly.
4: How would he not? Well, there's a lot to hate. It's worth noting that Alan Dershowitz, who's a well-known Democrat, then went on to say, listen, they ought to put the brakes on the voting and the rest and
2: do a little more investigating. So he made
4: a point that is very uncomfortable to Republicans at the end of his little speech.
2: He's for the FBI investigation.
4: Right. Just Um, to make sure.
2: He might be like the only honest player in America. At a high level, <laughs> Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree. <sighs> I think that one's over, so which is fine because we're on to something different in in about thirty five minutes. Right, right. The whole let's let's t- t- take a break. Let's have the
4: FBI investigate thing. I just it, it's hard for me to say yeah that's probably a good idea just because that's been so clearly the strategy. Uh, for a very long time, from the Democrats on the committee and, and the Democrat Party in general. Um, and they are throwing ridiculous character assassination smear garbage at Kavanaugh. And you hate to to capitulate at all on that. It's just, it, it seems repugnant to me. that just no, no, we're going to have the vote. We're going to have the vote. And, and, and that's it. No more your mentally ill people from Denver claiming he was, you know, it's assaulting women in public.
2: Well, keeping in mind at all times that this is a political exercise, not a court of law, I think that would help the political exercise a lot. To stop down and have the FBI yeah. do a new background check? Yeah. I didn't realize Kavanaugh had the highest security clearance at one point where yep. he had access to the nuclear codes. And they talked to everybody in your life, and they didn't uncover him being the leader of a gang-rape gang. Because, of course, he was A
4: multi-year
2: gang-rape ring? No, not so much. Marshalls News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We've got a new... What boat? You haven't even heard about the sexual assault on the boat? The boat? (laughs) He was accused of assaulting someone on a boat. What? Then Kavanaugh said, I've never been on a boat off the coast of Maine or wherever it was in my life. Then apparently the person with the boat came out and said, I'm sorry, I was thinking of uh, someone else. Oh, for
4: God's (laughs) sake. Or something. So that one (laughs) came
2: and went so fast you may have missed it. But! This newscast is going to be as freewheeling as a Donald Trump press conference. <laughs> oh, yes! Let's get to it with Marshall Phillips.
0: Now, Senate Judiciary Committee is going to be convening 7 o'clock this morning, West Coast, to hear from, first, Christine Blasey Ford, then Judge Brett Kavanaugh over Ford's accusation that he sexually abused her. When they were in high school. Now, just ahead of the hearings, you got two guys who've come forward. They're saying, they're telling the Senate Judiciary Committee they, and not the nominee Kavanaugh, had a sexual encounter with Christine Ford during a party in 1982.
2: Both of them together, or they each individually say it was them? And did did one of them say, wait a second, dude, what are you talking about? We're
4: in downtown Crazyville now. Now, Is there any
2: chance that they uncoordinated both came out the same day? That seems pretty weird does whole thing seems pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't know. The men came forward,
0: told the committee they had the encounter with Dr. Ford that is the <laughs> basis of the complaint.
2: Which is a heck of a thing to come forward. No, no, I attempted to yes. rape a woman or whatever they're trying to claim.
0: Meanwhile, two more people came forward yesterday with allegations of past uh, sexual misconduct by Kavanaugh. Those two came from anonymous accusers. One of them's already recanted. A constituent of uh, <sighs> Rhode Island senator made the rape claim against Kavanaugh over an an incident that reportedly happened on a boat in 1985. He saw a woman being pushed up against the wall and attacked by Kavanaugh, according to the anonymous. But
4: then uh, report. recanted his or her own accusation. You know what recanted. this is.
2: You know what this is starting to sound like to me is the the books I've read about the Salem witch trials yes. and how that whole thing went. Yes, people get into a fever about these things right. and have and everything we've learned about memory recently, and you start putting Kavanaugh into all these different situations. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's really our, interesting. So the uh, one of the
4: accusations prior to the boat idiocy had to do with a Denver restaurant, a Colorado restaurant. That came out and, and was ignored. It was funny. We saw the breaking news, and I was looking for it frantically to figure out, all right, has this one got any heft? But right. nobody was on it except for NBC News which uh, Senator Lindsey Graham thought was noteworthy.
1: To my friends at NBC, you know why conservatives distrust you so much? Because of stuff like this. You would never print an anonymous letter accusing a liberal nominee of wrongdoing. There is no journalistic integrity left when it comes to Trump and his nominees. The idea you will report on an anonymous accusation uh, and give it credibility says all you need to know about where our media is when it comes to Kavanaugh and Trump.
4: Not only was it anonymous in terms of who was sending the letter, it was anonymous in terms of the uh, alleged victim. The restaurant wasn't named. The specifics of the place were left out. Likewise,
2: the time. It was a nothing burger. And you said the envelope? I haven't seen the envelope, but it looks like...
3: It, it, handwritten address. It didn't have a return address. Um, the letter itself was typed. But, uh, but yeah, I saw a picture of that. So, it, now,
2: I, I agree with everything Lindsey Graham just said, though. To be fair, where I got this story was from the right-leaning Washington Examiner. That's the first place I saw it. The first alert I got uh, about the fourth potential allegation and in, in the details of the restaurant and everything like that. But either one of them shouldn't run with a story. An anonymous letter, no return address shows up. That shouldn't make it to any mainstream news outlet. I mean, because if that's going to, you know, uh, wait for the mail today, because you're going to have thousands of them. Right. I'll write one right now. Well, a lot of you misunderstand
4: this and get all mad about it. And I'd ask you to take a moment to think about it. Sometimes we will talk about the existence of that sort of story because we want you to be aware of it and and, uh, aware of what it is and what it isn't.
2: Is that giving the story more air? I suppose you could say it is, but. No, no, you, you, you got to talk about it if it's out there and people are talking about it. Right. But, but reporting it as, as, you know, troubling in fact and with no level of skepticism is really. Well, a complete lack of journalistic integrity. Yeah. When a mainstream news outlet is reporting it. I think it needs to be, you know, looked into. And right. it was, and, and quickly uh, right. put to rest, I think. But it's amazing that The Examiner or NBC went with that story. Wow! The uh, you And know, as Joe Scarborough said on MSNBC, the stupidest thing anybody ever came up with is where there's smoke, there's fire. Just because you got all these crazy stories doesn't mean, well, there's clearly got to be something. Right, right. Well, I was surprised.
4: Uh, Lindsey Graham, among others, have uh, come out has come out forcefully, utterly rejecting the Avenatti circus and Ms. Swetnick. And her ex came out and said she's a psycho. I had to get a restraining oh, order I didn't in the resume. Yeah, because that that's because she was threatening his wife and his baby time down the road. You know, right. she
2: looks like a crazy person. She has the look of a crazy person. Uh, 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 if you've ever, hmm,
4: how do I <laughs> phrase this, and still keep my credibility head? If you've ever run up against a gal who's a little bit nuts.
2: They do kind of have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about that later, though. I don't know. In 25 minutes or whatever, this whole thing starts.
0: All right. Meanwhile, all this back and forth is wearing thin for some senators, like Orrin Hatch, who was asked about the string of the latest acc- uh, accusations. I'm not in a good mood. What's your reaction? I haven't heard guys, it. We're
1: going to walk and talk. I we haven't, heard I haven't. Can We're
0: can we, late, guys. We okay. Let's make a patent. Listen, guys, l- l-
2: l- l- let's knock it off for a minute. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Hatch it is a, little
2: hot. a circus. We do have time for Sean's one word market report now that the markets are open. Sean? Recovering. Good. Oh! Thank you very much, Sean. Bye. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, Risk your entire life savings based on
2: that. Back to the zoo. We're going to talk to a reporter in D.C. coming up who's at the zoo. Right. And looking at the animals, and we'll, we'll see what it's like. One last quick uh, note.
0: Bill Cosby, now inmate number NN7687 at a Pennsylvania prison. Cosby doing 3 to 10 for drugging and sexually... They got the jeans and the bars and you
3: know what they did. Drugging <laughs> and sexually assaulting. Andrew that was Constance. what Cosby might sound like in prison. <laughs> Doing some observational type. <laughs> hey, 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 they put me away. The cops the
0: sodomy. And, uh. Cosby's in a single cell right now. He's going to be moved into the general population uh, at some point. And that's a concerning thing for none other than O.J. Simpson, who, yes, has weighed in and offered a comment on the subject. Uh, oh, they great. Don't have
3: to put him in the protective custody because it takes
4: one nut, you know. The problem is the nature of the crime. You know, rape is frowned upon in prison. And- uh, but with his health and his age and the nature of the crime, there's not a warden in this country wants the responsibility of Bill, Bill Cosby. I, I, I think they should let him do his time on the house arrest.
2: Was that uh, <laughs> O.J. Simpson? Juice, I could barely hear you from the wind, Juice. Hanging from a
4: helicopter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So what did OJ say? Rape is frowned upon in prison? Yes. Oh, as a crime. Right, yeah. Yeah. So you don't like rapists. Well, and Cosby was bad mouth from the black community. Right. Uh, You know, OJ was a hero. You could could take it that way. OJ was a hero to the black community and went to jail. I think he was probably fairly safe. Bill Cosby, from everything I've read, a lot of the black community really hated the whole pull your pants up. It's right. your fault thing. That the, on, way the way they know, took it. on
4: the other hand, a lot of those young inmates have never heard the classic bits.
2: They've never heard the Doa's do Ark bit. Do the dentist bit. Right. <laughs> that's a wrap. That's you know ears. what you do when you get to prison? You go to the oldest, funniest guy in the yard and <laughs> you punch him right in the mouth. Huh? Is that right? I don't think that's it. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the
3: nation. Recovering is the one-word market report for the day. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, the interest rates went up. There was okay. a bit of a dip. That's, but that's more than one word. Oh, Too many sorry. words. <laughs> yes.
2: Deb Saunders is in Washington, D.C. She's a, uh, a White House reporter. And we'll talk to her coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of
4: the nation.